Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. A warm welcome to Powered4.tv Big Fight Weekly, episode 33, with myself, Stuart Palmer, and my co-host and cousin, Chris Hume. How are we, Chris? I'm good, mate. I'm good. And we're going to get right into it. We have got UFC coming up later. We've got previews as well. But the huge news of the weekend into this week is obviously Fury winning in the 11th round emphatically over Deontay Wilder, Chris. And uh, what, what a fight. What a fight. It was an it was like a, a roller coaster, wasn't it? You know, um, I don't know what your 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 nerves or your heart rate was like. Um, I'm always like this when it's like a, a a big UK fight. I think I was like this for Bisping and Rockhold, and my heart was going ten to the dozen. But um, I was all right. You know, Fury came out in a uh, Spartan wear, didn't he? Come out to ACD ACDC. I love that. I was all up pumped. But as soon as you know they they they, they marched up to each other, went back into the corners, mate. My nerves just went. All over the place, um, but what a roller coaster of emotions! Though you know, we had Wilder coming out so different in the first round with the the, the jabs to the body, and he was so patient and he was setting it up, and you know, and and Fury was just backing off. You're just just about getting away from those body punches, um, but at that point, you think, Christ, you know, because you, you, we saw in the second fight, Fury went straight at him, and it it was just like. You know, where's this going? Uh, it took a round for Fury to figure it out. And then, uh, you know, that shot he hit Wilder in the last bit of the second round changed the complex of the, the fight then. Um, I think Wilder really stopped using his body shots, didn't he? Um, and then came straight at uh, Fury, you know, with that rocket of a right hand. And, uh, you know, that third round was the tell, wasn't it? It started, like, this explosion of people getting dropped you know, um, Fury was really good in that third round. The movement and his head movement back and forth, back and forth, trying to sort of work his way into uh, Wilder. And then he drops him with that right hook. And then you're elated, aren't you? Thinking, right, this is it. Fury's going to go on now and, you know, destroy him. But in the fourth round, Fury sort of changed his way. Um, he put his guard up like that and he was going, you know, towards Wilder, you know, on the aggressive of the aggressor, sorry, you know, trying to get that finish and he got caught flush right on the forehead and you see his neck push back, gets dropped 
And then I think for you and everybody else watching this who watched the fight, I think uh, you've got that like a panic button, haven't you? And you've hit it. I thought he was gone. I thought he was a goner. I really did. But he's never been hit so hard than in that first fight when he got put no. down. Everyone thought he was gone. Totally so it was almost as if he had his wits about him, didn't he? Even though he grounded him and he did it twice. But I did have that sinking feeling at the same time. As like, mm. Is he going to be all right as well? They're going to put him down for a third time and that'll be all she wrote. But going back to what you were saying, the body punching early on, uh, you know, he had moderate success with that, didn't he? Like you said, wasn't much power coming from that. He went back to what he knows. And this was what we were questioning with Malik Scott coming in as trainer. Weren't yeah, we? yeah. How, how can you change him? And he just reverted back to tight, didn't he, Chris? Because I think yeah, he, he felt, I can't do this. So I'm going to go back to what you I've can't, been you... for, you know. Yeah, I said this to you last week, though. How long is it going to be until he reverts back to being a power puncher? You know, Fury is a boxer. Dante Wilder is a fighter. Uh, two completely different aspects of boxing. But Wilder has that equaliser, and we saw that in the third round, in the fourth round, sorry. And he used it twice and used it fantastically. You know, he dropped Fury. There was that complaint, and I've seen it with a lot of Dante Wilder's uh, American friends over, uh, in, obviously, in the States on YouTube, uh, complaining that the, the, the count for the second knockdown was too slow. No. I myself didn't see that. I, you know, Fury wasn't knocked out. He wasn't all over the place. He got up and he was fine, carried on with the fight. But after that, I mean, you saw Wilder was shot then. You know, those two big punches he hit Fury with, and then he went with, well, using the word Fury, but he went, you know, with Fury, at Fury, trying to yeah. get him out on that fourth round and blew, blew yeah. his load at that point. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Unbelievable. Uh, it's just typical Fury, isn't it? And also, I think we've got to allude to the fact he's using his body weight when they're in yes. that clinch and they were closer. Now, we, we did speak about this briefly last week, didn't we, about this, that was he going to go up to this £300 that he said? Like mm -hmm. you said, Chris, Fury was heavy breathing. You said off camera, didn't you? So yeah, yeah. Thank, thankfully, I think we know he can't go over the 277 marker for the next no, fights. Definitely not. I think he's safe. Uh, as we spoke off camera, you know, you're 270s, you're 265, you're 260s. I think that he put a bit too much weight on, but obviously, you know, he has a lot going on, you know, prior to, you know, the fight with mm -hmm. Wilder, with, with his kid being in hospital, not well. And it's a distraction if you're a parent. It is, and you do get distracted, no matter how much you want to sort of zone yourself out and, you know, just look, look at your opponent. Uh, but going back to the fight, Stuart, yeah. after that after that fourth round, you know, the first couple of minutes to the fifth round, he's Gets himself back in his sort of his motion, doesn't he? The wheels keep uh, start turning again for Fury, and then he starts doing what he did in the second fight, picking him apart, getting behind that jab, using his footwork, his head movement, um, pushing Wilder up against the ropes, and it, the clinch work of um, Fury was absolutely brilliant. You know, dirty boxing, as you say, again putting his weight on, and people complaining that um, Wilder was putting, getting put in the headlock by Fury, but when uh, if you no. watch it. Wilder puts his head down. So Fury's obviously naturally going, okay, you're going to that. I'll just, you know, Absolutely. put a bit of weight on you. Absolutely. Um, tricks of the trade, though. It's tricks of the trade. How can these apologists for Wilder uh, even say about that? It's it within the rules. The ref the ref will pull them apart when it's been going on a bit too long, won't he? And if he's not happy and with it. And he did. And he's, and using, he did yeah. he's using all facets of the boxing game there, Chris. But that's what you got to do to win, though. You're the bigger guy. Use all your assets in it. Uh, and, you know, abuse them if you have to. Um, Absolutely. But, but let's let's go into the, the the third knockout. Well, the fourth knockout of the fight, should we say? You know, um, it was again clever piece of work by Fury. 
actually, before I go into that, I'm going to say, like, you know, I'm not going to bash Wilder completely here. Now, you'll agree here, Stuart. Wilder showed a lot of heart. He showed he had a granite chin. Um, I didn't like I didn't like the end of the non-sportsmanship at the end, and I think he should have mm. shook Fury's hand and said, you know, you bested me on the night. Thank, you I know, think it's what it is, but... He realises now that it's ended. I think that's that's the realisation that, you know, there won't be a full fight, which might have happened had he come through it. I would say it was his best performance since the first fight, I would say. Yeah, I, uh, I you totally know, agree. But he was waning himself. He put weight on. You know, he's a gangly frame for his size, isn't he? Um, he, he struggled but that way. That became a factor, that extra muscle, didn't it, Chris? He's got thin legs. I know Fury's got thin uh, legs, but yeah. Fury's got that, you know, tall but that tall body sort of structure, hasn't he? So it, he can hold that weight where Dante Wilder has got, you know, quite toothpicky legs, hasn't he? You know what I mean? I won't say too much because he could, you know, knock my head off. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, you, wouldn't want him, you wouldn't want him in front of you now, would you? <laughs> no. I couldn't even run away anymore. Um, yeah. But, yeah. He just couldn't carry that weight. But, you know what I mean? He hits with so much power. That is going to take a lot out of you constantly. Um, but, you know, when you've got Fury backing you up, backing you up, you know, pot shotting you constantly and then getting you getting you in the clinch, putting that weight on you, uppercutting you. Um, but, you know, Wilder had moments. Wilder came back in the, in the ninth round, um, right in that corner. Oh, what well, was about a minute left. And, you know, he caught and wobbled Fury. But, but then... Think, Clever Fury, and this might be just my opinion. Everyone else can have their own opinion. I think Fury let him then unload. If you watch it back, he hits him in the shoulder, hits him across the head. Um, there wasn't much power in, in Fury, uh, Wilder then at that point because he obviously he was spent, wasn't he? But you know he still got to be careful of that right hand. But you know you let him use all that all that energy he had left, and then that and then that eleventh uh, round, becoming to eleventh round, and then he just puts it on him, hits him with that right hook, night night Wilder, you know. But what a fight. One of the best fights, you know, I've watched in a very, very long time. I've heard old school people in America who've watched, you know, the boxing since 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, you know, a hell of a time, you know, when you encapsulate that period of time. And even they're saying it's one of the greatest fights of all time. It had everything. They they really saved the best for last. They showcased everything. Chris, do you want to roll to the VT with Fury post-fight? Yeah, uh, and then we'll get to your comments. Then we'll, absolutely, uh, move on yeah, to the next one yeah. For you. Good thinking on the comments. Absolutely. Okay, this is uh, yeah. Tyson Fury after the fight. Tyson, round four. What was going through your mind after those two knockdowns? Not a great deal. Um, you get you go swimming and you're gonna get wet. You mess with fire long enough, you'll get burned. You know, I've had three fights with the biggest puncher in the history of my sport in my division, and he caught me. You know, he caught me uh, twice in the fourth round. But I was never like thinking, oh, this is over. I was thinking, okay, good shot, but I will get you back in a minute. And I did. I was, I was, I was very conscious. I uh, saw the ref go three, four, and uh, I, was, I was always there, you know. He shook me, he put me down, and uh, that's boxing. And it's life as well. It's not about how many times you get put down or how many times you lose or win. It's about how, how you can come back and keep getting back up and keep moving forward, like Rocky said. You've got to keep moving forward and uh, in a positive manner and keep fighting. Not just in a boxing fight, but in life in general, because nothing's ever going to be easy. If you want something that's very hard to get, you've got to sacrifice and dedicate and keep pushing, no matter what. And never let anybody tell you you can't. Because tonight, again, time and time again, I show that it's very possible to achieve anything you ever want, as long as you believe it and in here. As per usual, well put, well put. In- I like inspirational, that. Inspirational, isn't it? You're Rocky as well, is it? Rocky Force comment he says to his son outside the shop in it. 
Uh, yeah, good stuff. Um, go on, Stu, as you were saying. Yeah, just how he endears himself to, to the to the public, you know, the mental health side and all that, and how, you know, he, he makes you feel part of him, doesn't he? You know, and uh, it gives everyone hope, doesn't it, when you see a man who's at the top of the sport uh, saying that, you know, he, he, you know, it's very true to life, isn't it? You know, let's take the boxing out of it. You know, people can yeah, relate yeah, yeah, to yeah. People can relate to him because he makes himself human, doesn't he? As much as he's got, you know, the sport, you know, sports star lifestyle and all that comes with it, the celebrity, uh, you know, I'll, that's what's endeared him the most, his personality, before, you know, before you even see him fight. Yeah, you've watched Wolf of Wall Street, haven't you? And the whole, you know, they do that one of us. That's what you feel like when you watch uh, Tyson Fury when he speaks, is you do feel like, you, you know, he's one of us. He's, you know what I mean? He's shown you that you don't need a chiseled, muscly body to be a boxer. You know what I mean? You just have to have that IQ, that technical ability, and you can do whatever you want to do. And he's an inspiration. You know, mental health, me and you both suffer with it. And, you know, he's a good guy to look up to. And, you know, as he says, if you want something hard, you've got to get it. So, Absolutely. you know. Have we got your firing at the comments? I can tell. I, uh, I can. I'm going to yeah. show you up some now. P. Layton. He bashed Wilder up good and proper. Few scares, but Wilder, make no mistake, in any other era would be the man. He would destroy AJ with them early combos he gave Tyson, but Fury is a legend. Chris, basically what you were saying, if it did lead to AJ and, and uh, Wilder, what would happen? You and Pete seem to be on the same uh, yeah, you know, well, thing with it. I, I've, I've said to you this many a times when we've covered Anthony Joshua, and I've said to this before we even start the show ages ago, um, I feel like, you know, as much as as good as Joshua can be and is, I still got that suspect chin and he does get hit a lot and you can't get hit a lot by Deontay Wilder. Uh, I'll move on again because Pete again. Oh, okay. uh, Pete again. Great, great to have you back on as well, Pete. We love your comments. I think Wilder would smash AJ, AJ, AJ Ruiz and Usyk personally. As Tyson said, he is number two. Yeah, I agree. He did say that, you know, he, he did. He was running order after the fight. I don't know if you see that. He said he's at the top of the mountain. Then it's Dante Wilder. Okay. And uh, he had Joshua behind him, by Dante Wilder. I, I, I do agree. As we just said then, Dante, Dante Wilder, no matter, okay, he's not as a technical boxer as uh, Fury, he can hit you. I just don't know if Joshua could take that power. I just don't. Uh, Andy Ruiz hits hard and he, he was managed to stop Anthony Joshua in, a, in their first fight. Just imagine if Dante, Deontay Wilder can, you know, land that sweet, you know, right hand to the chin or to the side of the temple. And this is uh, our good friend, Brett. Hello, Brett. Hello. You've been with us from day one, mate. Jake Paul said Tyson could get a fight with him after that fight. So good news for Tyson there. I'd be interested to compare numbers that fight to Logan and Floyd just to see who would be aside. So a little bit more from him, is that? Yeah. Logan has to be the A-side in the Mike Tyson fight. Let me show you numbers, gents. His exhibition match against Roy Jones Jr. on November 28th sold more than 650,000 pay-per-view buys, priced at $49.49. Right, okay. Logan versus Floyd did over 1.8 million, priced at $59.99. And before you say it was Floyd's Duke, Floyd's last fight before Logan did 400,000. So he didn't draw, and Logan and KSI did 1.6 million on match room. Right, okay. Floyd... Floyd was against the Japanese kid. Sure, he fought Connor um, before the Logan fight, and that made more money than Logan and Floyd. Just, just so you know, Brett. I think he's alluding to the Japanese dude as well, though the exhibition, isn't he? But yeah, Chris in Dream, in Dream, yeah. But that that was Uh, that was that that, that was 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 low. That was that was low key. The build up to that. 
That was yeah. a cash grab, Stuart. If I didn't, yeah, there see wasn't one. much. There wasn't much to that in terms of promotion for that one. Yeah, you knew about it, but it wasn't pushed to the hill, was it? And also, Brett Logan and KSI have previous stuff. They, um, you know, they have both have massive YouTube following. You know, I know they buried a hatchet now, but um, they're always going to get one point six. Yeah, you know, they're always going to get millions. Just, you know. Good, good stats. Good stats, though, Brett. That was good. That Mike Tyson is irrelevant compared to Logan Paul in 2021. The man retired Floyd in his last fight. He's a warrior. Okay, okay. The, sta- the staunch Paul fan that you are, Brett. Absolutely. I'd like to see Jake Paul take out AJ as well. Um, no. Carnage pain. We haven't had you on for a long time, mate. Welcome back, Jesus, Brett. You need to just go live with them boys. Brett, what do you think to that? <laughs> Yeah, Brad would love that though, Brad. Look at this, all, <laughs> yeah. the, all the points you can have there, mate. Absolutely. Steve Monkman, who's been with us for quite a while now as well. Two points. I thought Tyson was incredible. And I know everyone is banging on about Wilder. But remember, three years ago, where they both were before first fight, Wilder isn't good enough to beat Tyson. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's proven. Yeah, how... yeah well, three after three fights, yeah. And can I just say as well, remember this was obviously put together at the last minute, wasn't it? Because of contracts. Remember all the uproar about this? Because we thought we were mm-hmm. getting we were, thought we were getting Joshua and Fury, didn't we? Yeah, and we did, I yeah. think they, they have actually delivered, I think a lot of the naysayers saying, why was there a third fight? Well, it's it's proven that they've, they've had the best fight in the third. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And, you know, yeah, that's, so, that, that's, that's yeah, a Hall so, of Fame fight now, Stuart. There was a lot, there was a lot of uproar. There was a lot of uproar, but no, now they've quelled all that. Steve Mumpin, next point. Why can't the boxing officials, WBC, WBA, IBF, being being Q, Q. and ever stop both from ever getting a license to box again? <coughs> they are hurting boxing. I tell you what, Stuart, I reckon Logan and Jake Paul being the thick American seal word, they'd probably get lost in being Q, you know, down the bowl yes. aisle or something. I mean, they do have Home Depot in America. Among others, but yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, uh, it's a big, gotta I, be a big store. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh though. my, there's BQ, ICI, it's like Del Boy, you know, and he falls in it when he's trying to sell stuff. Pete Layton just felt wild that his second best heavyweight and would destroy AJ of Usyk with those combos in first rounds. Just that Tyson is an incredible boxer and must go down as one of the greats. Yeah, yeah, I, I have to agree. I have to agree. You know, considering what he's had to go through to get. Back to where he was. Yeah. I think, but the problem here is, AJ Newsit, the second fight, if we do see this in February, which is looking likely, isn't it, in Ukraine, I think it'll be Usyk and Wilder next, unless Wilder has a tune-up in between. But who who would you put him in there with? What, Wilder? Well, why don't you go Ruiz and Wilder then? Or Dillian White? Or Dillian White? I think if Dillian White can pull, you know, can take out Otto Wallen early, which isn't going to be easy because Fury had problems with him. They, they cut yeah, him yeah. If he can get him out early and they can get, like you say, get it timeline where he can get him next, maybe. Pete Layton, Tyson, unlike both AJ and Wilder for some time, both ducked the big fights. Only reason Wilder faced Tyson first was because he saw bad shape he was in, but Tyson took Klitschko prime, not AJ Klitschko. Yeah. Because it was mm. like another two. It was another two years until Joshua had Klitschko, you know, yeah. where he was he was winding down, wasn't he? Um, so yeah, you know, Tyson fought Klitschko when he was still, you know, very prevalent. Absolutely, Elsa Kano, how are you? 
best heavyweight fight of the year, maybe a few years I've seen. That was really good. Yeah, so yeah. many people, totally, so many totally people great. are raving about it. Yeah, we're all, it was absolutely fantastic. Rachel Cornell, hello, can't stay for live, has got work. Hope everyone is doing well. Nice to see you, Brett. Hi, Stuart and Chris, hope you both well. Hello, Rachel. Yeah, yes, nice to see you, Rachel. Yeah, yeah, thank you for your comments. And uh, yeah, work sometimes gets in the way, doesn't it? Bet Thomas, I'm still back in the pools. Jake, unbeaten like Tyson Fury, and so is Logan. You stick to your guns. You stick to your guns. Yeah. We can't. We can't knock you for that. You know, Dan Terra Sports Inc. Hi all. Thought Wilder lost physically and mentally overall. Yeah, I agree. He has big shots, but he doesn't have the skills. We knew that beforehand. To be fair, yeah, yeah, he smashed yeah. Tyson down, but next round he hand back trying to get his energy again. It was putting that weight on. He was the heaviest he was. Look, he looked amazing. Top off his body, the muscle. But you think a muscle mass, it's what we spoke about last week, wasn't it, Chris? It could yeah, be but problematic it's not, for him. But he also, like I said to you, it's spending that energy and throwing that big punch. Because, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. He winds it up. It's, it's not like it's, it's throw, but he winds it up, doesn't he? So you've got to think of, you know, carrying that weight and having to put all that all that power in that punch, you know. It's one of them. You know what I mean? He'll Absolutely. learn from it. Absolutely. Steve Mentman, ha, and beating brothers. Brett, I can't wait until Jake's fight, until Jake fights Tommy. I can't either, Steve. They're going to make that. Lewis Young up in Scotland there. All right, Lewis, Lewis, Lewis what, mate. What, what did you think? Because I said to you to predict last week, Lewis, and you said first round KO. Yeah, so what were your thoughts of the fight, Lewis? I'd like to hear what you thought about it. Heels rules. Just wanted to say to whoever is the main people at Powered 4, all the platform is bloody brill. Nine out of ten. Just wish you had easy ways to stay logged in. Keeps logging me out. Uh, speak to John and Rich and um, message them on Power Four on the socials. Maybe heels rules to find out. Uh, the chat did side to it. That's brilliant. I, I, I love the platform. Pete Layton, sod UFC. LOL. That fight deserves full attention. I think Chris will have something to say about this, Pete. No, no. Listen, Pete. Uh, sod UFC this weekend. Yes, that's that. That I can, <laughs> I can hold my hands up, mate. Um, this 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 weekend and the next weekend this weekend's card sorry aren't that great but if you hold fire I've got a schedule of UFCs coming up fights later on in the show and it, you know what I mean don't you, don't be pulling away they from are it. say they are saving it for the fall as they call it in the US for those cards absolutely powerful entertainment while crazy busy in here today heard there was a bowls ma- bowls match in Vegas past weekend it's John Scott John Scott won a head on shows at Powered Four yeah. Yeah, the, the bowls, the bowls in Vegas, mate. Bloody hell. Ramel Panseals, hello, mate, from the Philippines. Hope you're well. I'm sure you enjoyed the fight as well, Ramel. It was brilliant. It was so good. Yeah. Ramel, uh, I'd like to hear, well, hear your thoughts. Oh, actually, no, I see them in the chat. Yeah. Don't worry. Brilliant. Carnage Payne. What about the WWE champion, Big E, being there doing intros, LOL? It was very WWE-like coming to the ring. Stu, do you see Tyson back at Mania next year to do a match with Lesnar and money and that? It could happen, but I think he's going to be fully, you know, fully fledged now, cleaning out the people he hasn't fought. Um, yeah, and Big E, the reason he was involved with it, Fox, wasn't it? Fox were part of the thing, obviously, Smackdown's on Fox, so they tied mm. it in. It was good. It was good the yeah. way they did that, though. You- You've got a lot it of was... UFC guys who are involved in the, yeah. the uh, build-up to it as well. BT using the, the whole array of what yeah. you know, they have. It's good. It's good that they bring the other sports in for the big fights. It's good. I like that cross-promotion. Hello, Ramel, Miro TV. Fury mixed it up so good. On some points, he bullies Wilder and mules him. One point, he just wrestles him. One point, he just outboxed him. Mixed bag of tricks. Like when Len- Leonard fought Hearns. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, he has a bit of everything, which a lot of them don't have, do they? You know, aside from Usyk, you know, he's got a bit of everything. Um, yeah, absolutely. Honest beyond reasonable. Won't be a full fight, but if only lost to one guy in three years, if you think about it, he's still second best, which, you know, a lot of you are saying this, and it's it's rightly so. Just depends if he gets next fight. Can he sell fights on KO box office? He can, he can, he can. Look at the people he was fighting. He fought a lot of tin cans in them 42 victories. You know, he only he had to fight who's been put in, in front of him at the end of the day, though, to be fair to Wilder. Miro TV, and it looked like he doesn't want to end it early. A match of the year candidate. Definitely, Chris, definitely. Yeah, you know what I mean? Match, match of the decade, let's be honest. Absolutely. Honest beyond reasonable, but let's face it, the US boxing fan base never knew Wilder, even though he's American. Yeah. They were more about Floyd. I remember Wilder in WWE. And even then, fans didn't know, know him. One fan thought he was NBA. It's it's true. It's true. And, and I think so. I can't remember who was speaking about it on Saturday night. I think it might have been Steve Bunce. He can't understand right. how Fury's not, not even more well-known in America, Chris. Which he is well-known. But he said he should be bigger again. But he should be now off the back of this, shouldn't he? We, we, we missed uh, the Brits uh, in Vegas on the weekend. Massively. Big time, big time. So, yeah, obviously we had the expats that live out there. But, yeah, imagine, imagine like half that arena was people that flew over for the fight. Heels rules. He gives hope to me and my body type, LOL. Um, listen, hey, heels rules. I used to be skinny, right? And then I got my missus, had kids. Now I've got a dad bod. Now Tyson Fury has a dad bod. Makes me feel like I could accomplish yeah. anything or you know, maybe a I've, beer in the two. Like. I've I've got a bit of timber on the uh, on the midsection these days. It's age. And we've got nothing. We've got nothing. Got nothing to prove, lad. That's why it's beer, it's beer. It's it's beer. It is beer. We know that. Carnage pain. I love Wolf of Wall Street. I do too. See, so yeah, Chris making reference to the Wolf of Wall Street. So carnage pain. One of us. One of us. Loads of comments. This is brilliant. To tell you the truth, I can see a four fight. If Wilder becomes a threat again, make his way up the ranks. I agree, Chris. Wilder beats Joshua, even if I think he can beat Usyk by just power alone. It's Yeah, that is very possible. But Usyk is like Tyson in that way that I think that the the, the, fur, the, the fury of strikes, the technical ability, the IQ of Usyk, I think if he doesn't get caught by Wilder, he could do what Fury did. Other than he couldn't, he couldn't lean on him because, you know, obviously he's a smaller guy, isn't he? Um, they'll obviously love the B and Q, uh, B and Q, B and Q. Yeah, I hate going around there with the misses. Heels rules. Just want to say, Chris and Stu are really good at breaking down the fights. Thank you, thank you. Chris is Chris is exceptional. I'll tell you now. I'll say thank right now, much. incredible, incredible, incredible. Like this is why we've done the show. I'm only kidding, Chris. Pete Layton. <laughs> yeah, you'd be nice need, to the UFC now. We need we need to roll to another VT in a minute, Chris. But yeah, all these comments are great. I, I, right, keep your comments going. Um, obviously, we have to crack yeah. on with the show. We will get. Are back we gonna? Here. Are we gonna go with Malik Scott's thoughts first, Chris, rather than Sugar Hills? What do you think? Uh, yeah. Uh, just give me a second. I'll just take yeah. this off because we don't want that on yeah. there. Uh, no problem. Yeah, we'll, we'll go to Malik Scott about five a.m. No one has slept yet since the fight. I haven't slept yet, Malik. You haven't slept since the Wilder Fury fight. You worked the corner. First of all, I have to commend you on the phenomenal job you did. Thank it was you, a different Wilder than the first two fights. Yeah, and it was our first camp together with me being his head trainer. Um, uh, I'm beyond proud. I, you know, I don't want to sound vanity wise or nothing like that, but um, I'm beyond proud of myself 
on when I was asked to do the job for my brother and everything I gave him so far in such short little time. And um, I never had no one believe in me like Deontay Wilder. So I'm, I'm forever indebted to him. Um, we pushed him during training camp. I continued to work on different things with him. He was able to implement a lot of the things or a few of the things in the early rounds. Um, obviously, Fury is, like I've always said in this whole buildup, I never uh, 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 shitted on his skills, shit on the kind of fighter he was. I've always said he's not good. He's very, very good and damn near great. Well, after tonight, I'm gonna to consider him a great fighter. And um, much respect to him, much respect to Sugar Hill and uh, his whole family, wife and kids and everything. And um, Cause the real blessing is that there's been a lot of tragedies and everything on these cards. So all these fighters win, lose, or draw. I seen Adam, who fought Robert Hellenius uh, after the fight. He, you know, he didn't look too good, but he's going to be okay now. But man, one hell of a fight. That's what you call a real trilogy. Both guys giving it a day off. Fight of the year. Everyone said fight of the year. And one of the greatest heavyweight. I talked to Nate Diaz. I spent a lot of time with Nate Diaz. Him and his team told me the greatest fight they ever saw. Yeah, greatest five, fight. Five knockdowns in 11 rounds. And that's just this fight. And um, when I tell you on... Um, Nate Diaz even approved a bit, Chris. So that tells you all. I saw Nate Diaz comment after the fight that there was a video of him up, you know, and he, he loved it. Like, you know, and Nate Diaz is a fighter's fighter, isn't he? So that's right up his alley. It, it's just great. It's just great when you hear off people from another combat sport loving it as well as, you know, they, they make their money in the, in the field that they do. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, to be fair, like you said, five knockdowns in 11 rounds. And uh, I think Malik Scott will make him a better fighter. And I think you'll get to see him. I know he's obviously going to go for his power. I get that. I get that. You know, that's his thing. But I think maybe we'll see a little bit more from him. It was one fight and he was against the best of the best. And Listen, he was very, he was very complimentary to Sugar Hill and Tyson Fury, wasn't he there, Malik? Let, let's just hope somewhere in the next week or so, once Wilder's come out of his shell and... He doesn't make any excuses up because you can't use those excuses now. No one drugged your drink. There was no flipping knuckle dusters in the box in the boxing gloves. You know what I mean? Your suit didn't wear you down. Do you know what I mean? No excuses now. Just come out. I'd like to just come out and just yeah. say, look, Fury was the better man. You uh, have to do off that. To him. You, you have got, to do that. You have you to do that at the end. And just do it at the end of the fight. You know. Didn't Fury, want to, did he? He didn't want Fury. to. As much as Fury's called him a shit house in the build-up and all that, everyone which a shit house, doesn't he? Expect, just you know, Fury will tell you about the power, and he's always said, you know, and he said he got hit, you know, that he got hit relatively hard, you know, with those two knockdowns. Just like you say, Chris, just come out. You should have come out straight away at the end. That was the time to do it. He's, yeah. I've got one for you, Stuart. Um, Saturday, all right, okay. Um, I was building up, watching a load of videos on um, on YouTube. You know, people have a YouTube channels. Um, Boxing sort of, you know, channels, that, you know, and uh, these two two guys from America, um, they were watching uh, the videos and, you know, they were make, making that the Wilders was making truth of all these things that Wild, uh, Fury's done to cheat in the fight. Yeah? And uh, one of the guys come out and says, they were talking about his past opponents, and he goes, um, Luis Ortiz, if I'm right, yeah? He fought Luis Ortiz. Yes, yeah, he yeah, did he, twice. He fought and, Ortiz twice. And he turns yeah. around and goes, he's a better boxer than Fury. Not a chance. Um, I thought you'd Ortiz, like that one. Ortiz rocked him in that first fight, and then the second fight was obliteration on Wilder's part. He really did, you know. He he made he, he knocked him out in both fights, but Ortiz had quite a bit of success in the first fight. But how you can put him on the pedestal with Fury, Ortiz? No disrespect, 
he's going to get knocked out by, you know, the mid-level people at heavyweight is Ortiz. And that's I no just, disrespect. That's how he can come out with that. It's just like, it's ridiculous. But people they, are allowed an opinion. No, so, I, I, I totally agree. People are allowed an opinion. But, you know, when they're observed like that to say, you know, Luis Ortiz is a better boxer. If he was a what, better boxer than Fury, wouldn't what, he be where, what is, where Fury is? What has Ortiz done since the second while of the fight? Because I'm, oh, I'm remiss. I can't remember anything noteworthy. So, right, you know, and I'll move on to no disrespect. I'll move on to Sugar Hill. Yeah. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, it was an exciting night. Big, big night for boxing uh, and its history and its legacy. And uh, those are the kind of fights that the people want to see. The fans, uh, that's excitement. Uh, what time is it? It's knockout time every time. You emphasize the point that your fighters, when you when they're in the ring, they're going for the knockouts. It's what you was brought up to train your fighters on. How pleased were you with the style in which Tyson was able to get Deontay out of the ring, despite his own scares earlier on in the fight? I mean, I have to be pleased. Uh, it's a fight. Uh, Deontay is a, a great fighter, warrior, and uh, never gave up. And uh, he put Tyson to the test. And uh, you know, I'm very happy with the performance of Tyson Fury because Tyson had to do what he had to do to win that fight. Uh, different adjustments being made and changing up, and and going back to the basics is a little simple jab and. Uh, when he started jabbing, that took care of the fight pretty much. That was it. Absolutely. I, I popped up in that video then. I know, I know. Yeah, I didn't cut it in time. I've I? just seen it. I've just seen a comment um, from Carnage Payne about David Hay, and I want to bring that up because uh, yeah, yeah, bring him in, bring it in. He, Come on. His com his commentary pissed me off over the weekend. <coughs> I couldn't believe that they had David Hay on commentary. After them ridiculous comments after his crappy fight week before and challenging Fury, yeah, BT Sports seems to be using him a lot. Let's let's be honest, Bellew put him into retirement. Let's just get it right here. And uh, yeah, uh, yeah, and he and he, yeah, again, he was going for Wilder, and he had to then come out and say, "I made a mistake, you know, I got it wrong." But he seems again, to be getting again, punditry and being a boxer, two very different things. I know a lot of the boxers do it, and there's some fantastic ones. Mm. But BT, BT Sport, I think they're just looking its name value for them. I just think he doesn't really come out with anything noteworthy, does he? So I see what you're saying, Carnage. Oh, he did my head in, though. It was, it was oh, you know what, David Hague, just go away, mate. Right, anyway, Stuart, we will get back to your comments, everyone. Are we, are we, are we rolling to... All right, okay. Oh, now that now this yes, Tommy Fury accepts Jake Paul's new fight offer as contract details reveal. So there we go. Was this when was this announced, Chris? Uh, over the weekend. I didn't want to tell you this. Uh, just no, I, 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 I hadn't you know, seen it. You like to surprise me with things. Not again. Yeah. All right. So there's no date set. Jake Paul is offered um, Tyson Fury. Uh, Tyson Fury. Tommy Fury. The mill for the fight. If he wins, he's going to offer him another five hundred k. And if he loses, he's got to change his name to Tommy Fumble for a year. Um, and see, supposedly, Tommy Fury's accepted that. See, he holds all the cards, doesn't he, Jake Paul? You know, he's putting the offer in. Uh, but Tommy Fury, I think, well, I, I still think he's going to school him. Why, why are you shaking your head? I don't think he is. You don't think he is? I, I don't oh, think no, he come is. On. Oh, I, 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 I saw. Listen, I, I, uh, watching him in that last fight, Stuart, it was poor, awful. It, it, it wasn't it's, great. It wasn't great. And he was getting, he was beat, he was losing to a, uh, an MMA fighter who fights in Bellator. I can't remember his name now. Um, he, only had one, <laughs> he had one boxing fight previous, and he lost it. He was, was he like five foot five, five foot six? 
think it's the same size as bloody Allison. And, um, you know, he couldn't put him away. And he was getting caught as well. His foot movement was terrible. He had no he had nothing, no head movement in that fight. And he was getting, you know, caught with that overhanded right, you know, inside the pocket. Tommy Fury isn't a boxer, Stuart. Unfortunately, I'm going to tell you this now, Stuart. Tommy Fury is a reality star. It's a bit like Jake Paul in that way. But I think Jake Paul will beat him. I think Jake Paul can get to him. I think Jake Paul... I think Jake Paul has oh, got I to him. I, 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 I know Brett will be echoing this. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I, I just I think for me personally, I just... Tommy Fury isn't the guy, and unfortunately, this is going to light the fire that Tom uh, Jake Paul can now come away and say, "I've beaten a boxer," and Absolutely. that's what you don't want. But that's that's what's I'll, there, mate. I've got to be. I've got to eat humble pie. Are we moving on to UFC Fight Night? Doing versus Rodriguez? Or have you got some comments? Yeah, he's moving on. So as you can see. On the judges' scorecards, Chris, which I've taken away from it, Rodriguez 49-46 across the board. Um, she There was an onslaught from Rodriguez, wasn't there as well, but the BJJ from Dern as well, Chris. Yeah. And, and then obviously the Muay Thai, which Rodriguez is famed for. You know, she paced herself with it being a five-rounder, didn't she? Um, yeah, you can have no grievance with the scorecards, can you? 49-46. No. Listen, I, what I told you last week was what really happened. Rodriguez is, um, are they called a Rodriguez, didn't they, on the, in the commentary? I think because um, she's uh, Brazilian, they, they change they, the pronunciation, I, don't they? I think they get the pronunciations wrong sometimes, you know. Um, <laughs> we'll go with Rodriguez because that's yeah, pretty much every other, would fo- say it. any other football player called Rodriguez, they call it Rodriguez. Um, listen, Rodriguez was slick on, on, on her feet. The combinations, the... The leg kicks, the pressure she was putting on um, Mackenzie Dern was just great. It was, uh, it was all that pressure. Uh, Mackenzie Dern, though, unfortunately for her, when she came in, when she was striking, it was like she was winging punches and she was getting caught because Rodriguez was caught, was watching it. She worked her out. Um, she did get her on the floor, uh, which I didn't think could happen because, uh, you know, we looked at the, the takedown percentages and the takedown defense percentages of either fighter. Um, she did get her down. She got her in... Um, a crucifix that she moved into, uh, which was really good, and it showed the levels of BJJ now of uh, Mackenzie Derners. It was like on a backside, so it was like you saw like horrible. It's, I don't want to say it the way I say it, but I'm going to say it anyway. So this threw her like an arse basically where the camera angle was, but she was using it and it was clever to like use it as an arm bar. So she was stretching out with her feet at the top and she was pressuring like that. But obviously, Rodriguez got out of it, uh, it didn't go to the floor then, and R- Rodriguez just lit her up. Them for the rest of the fight. Um, Rodriguez is on the up, mate. Um, unfortunately, you know who's champion in strawweight, so <laughs> it's you know it's just any any of them women's divisions. If you if you've got aspirations of getting a belt, I, I think it's going to be hard. But also, Chris, could be a good fight for Shevchenko. Mackenzie Dern had a four fight win streak snapped as well, didn't she? She was on the run yes, herself, she wasn't she? So it's and a good, she... it's it's a great victory, great victory. Yeah, it's a good scalp for her. And don't forget, Mackenzie Dern was uh, ranked fourth in the fight. Yeah, you know, yeah. Going into that. So mm. you'd imagine that Rodriguez will take that spot now and see where it goes in the future. Shevchenko needs fresh opponents. Absolutely. I know she's good at she's good at a striking, so it'll be quite interested if yeah, they do yeah. get it on, you know, how that can translate into the fight. Um Okay, sure. We do have a shred load of bloody comments again. Perfect, perfect. That's that's what we need. We need the interaction from the viewers. Absolutely, we do. Uh, okay. Oh wait, hold on. John, it's John, all right. It's all here right. we go. I was looking for Brett. There we go. Jake will smash him up. Yeah, I knew you'd say that. I hope not. But Chris is with you on this one, Brett. 
Unfortunately, I, I just don't think Tommy Fury no. is a boxer. Ramel, watch that Doom versus Rodriguez match. Doom striking is so raw. Marina outstrike that mad respect to Dern. Potential is there, just needs to find her striking groove. Chris? Yeah, no, she, she, I mean, she, it, you know, your wheelhouse is jiu-jitsu. You know, I mean, you've spent your life in jiu-jitsu and that is, that, that's where she's come from, you know. Rodriguez was on the other side of, the, of the, the feet. She is a striker, so, and she's got a good takedown defense. So if you can stop someone who's very good at jiu-jitsu and, and nine times out of 10, they're not always great at standing up, you're going to win. Dern can go away and 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 train and you know get better at striking. You've seen people get better. Damian Meyer, you know, wasn't fantastic, but he did get better at striking. Not you know, he wasn't amazing at striking, but he learned to put combos together. And you know, maybe we'll see where she gets on in the future. Um, okay, Stu. Are we going? So, are we going in? Have we got any more before we go into it. fight night, that's Liverpool, the Battle of Liverpool? We're going to the Battle of Liverpool, my friend. Absolutely. What a night in Liverpool. So, yeah, match room now on the zone, fully fledged. Uh, fantastic evening. And I think we'll go to the main event first. Liam Smith, you know, he's fought Canelo. And we did say last week, didn't we, Chris, about Anthony Fowler? Maybe it was going to be a step too much for him because of Smith's experience. And then early on, I'd say the first four rounds, Fowler was the better fighter. He was pressing it. He was landing a lot. Um, he did. He did well. He did well early on. But then in, from the fifth onwards, it was the knockdown from Smith. Great shot, big right hand. And you could just see Smith's experience becoming more and more prevalent as that fight went on. There was no defence from Fowler. The defence was going. Uh, very calculated pressure from Liam Smith. And uh, as we went into the eighth, left hook on the button from Smith, which he led with his right and then in with the, with the left hook. Incredible, incredible. Uh, it, was, it went how we felt it was going to go. You know he's he's boxed a lot more he's boxed a lot more rounds than uh, than Fowler. You know he's on like over two hundred rounds, whereas Fowler's had like eight had eighty odd before the fight, Chris. And it showed experience showed, didn't it? He weathered the storm. You know what I mean? I'd say from round say one to three, Fowler was in control. Uh, Fowler was hitting. Yeah, him. yeah, got, he was. Fowler cut. You know Fowler cut cut him open. Um, he wobbled. Smith with a really good one-two in the first round, and it was I think it was like round round about two-minute mark. Um, Smith was like, uh, oh, sorry, Fowler was really good at his combinations because you could see Smith was uh, coming in high guard, wasn't he, and trying to pressure and get in the inside and hit him with the hooks. But uh, Fowler was really good at setting him up with those combinations in the first couple of rounds. I think, I think it was round four, and Smith took over then. Um, then he, you know, he dropped him twice, didn't he? Finished him with the last one, but Smith was. It's like that pressure coming in high guard and then come over the top of that guard and catching Fowler. But, you know, hats off to Fowler. He, he gave it everything he could in that fight. But as you said, Smith should experience. Fowler, I'm not discrediting Fowler either. He had a great amateur pedigree. You know what I mean? He came through. He came through the Olympics and all that. He's got a great... I just feel he's European level when I watch him. Whereas Smith, you know, Smith's been a world champion. Uh, you know, he... he Fought Canelo. He got put down three times against Canelo. You know, he's fought people of a level. You know, he had Urban off as well, the undefeated Russian, which he lost. So he needed this. They both needed to win. But Smith's class and, uh, you know, experience definitely prevailed, didn't it, Chris? Yeah, Fowler pushed him all the way, though, to be fair. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. Surely, you yeah. know, he got, he got dropped um, the, well, the final the final drop. Um, no. So, you, you know, obviously, Smith knew he was in a, in a fight in that one, definitely. Absolutely, absolutely. Chris, any more comments before I move on? Uh, he's doing it. There we go. Yeah. No, not the William, bit, mate. Williams, and then Williamson. 
Williamson and Cheeseman for the British title. So yeah, Williamson 17 and 0 and with one draw, and now Cheeseman now 16 and 3. Heavy shots early on from both of these from the first bell. The the term that you like to use, Chris, fighting in a phone box, and it was on mm. display. It was on display. I think on the night, this was the fight of the night as well, which you know it was great. The undercard was great. Uh, you know, shifting momentum though, I felt Williamson seized control early, but in the middle rounds, Cheeseman he started to get back in the ascendancy, you know, and they were in the pocket, they were trading, and then it led to the demise of, of Cheeseman loses British title with a huge KO from Williamson in the tenth. I, I worry about Cheeseman, yo, Chris. I think the amount of shots he takes in fights uh, sometimes, you know, he, he's out on his shield every fight, but you've got to wonder, yeah. you know, some of, the, some of these guys, you know, you, you say it in the UFC, don't you? They like to take the shots, but uh, you, you worry about their brain and stuff out in later life. You really do. That's what I took away from this. I think the phrase you're looking for, Stu, is to take one, eat one to take, take one yeah, to, to yeah. get one, isn't it? Um, but the day after, I'm sorry, known for that. Will, Williamson was taking him as well, but I just think I've seen cheese oh, yeah. a, lot, I think he had, a lot of fights. I think Williamson had the power though, didn't he? You know, that the finish was brutal, you know, up against the fence and they were trading, they were both connecting with each other. Um, but Williamson just had that power and that pop, didn't he? And just hit, hit um, Cheeseman on the button and like, you know, turn the lights out. Um, but like I say, shoot, the fight was really good. It was like they both were landing and they were heavy, heavy shots. Um, but, you know, Cheeseman looked a bit uh, a bit weary at the end, you know, just before yeah. it got dropped. Like, yeah, he, he was getting connected with some really heavy shots. But like, again, at that last, what, second before he got dropped, he was landing. But I don't think there was any popping those punches anymore. And um, Williamson, as you say, just hit him right on the right sweet spot, as he would say. And, you know, out goes Cheeseman. You know, like the scar tissue around his eyes, Chris, as well, because it's happened yeah, so many times. Can, and yeah, you it's it, you were my worry, my worry for him is you know it, it's just it's later life. It, it, it's uh, and I know they want to be exciting. I get all that, and they are you know the come forward style, and it's great when you're watching it or you're in attendance at the arena. But yeah, my worry that'd be my worry with that. But uh, yeah, not taking anything away from both fighters, but Williamson now British title holder, you know, big big step up for him. Fantastic, you know, still undefeated. And uh, moving on, we had Shannon Courtney against Mitchell, the American. But the belt, she was stripped of the belt due to being two and a half pounds overweight at the 118 bantamweight, super bantamweight um, allowance. But the fight, Mitchell was still fighting for the belt, Chris. Uh, but it was just it was just one-way traffic, this one. Mitchell was uh, just quickest to it. She was backing her up into the ropes. And uh, Courtney looked a little bit off to me, Chris. But you know, it was just uh, I could tell she where did, it was. She did drop her though. She did. She did. Yeah, she did drop her though. Um, I, but yeah, I, I get what you mean. I'm, I, I watched the fight just before we went live. Um, I had some busy stuff to do at home. But um, yeah, you, you can see the difference. Uh, explain to me: uh, Is this what happens in boxing? If you're overweight, you get immediately stripped. Is this I, something I, that? I, I just thought to myself, well, if she's been stripped, the belt won't be up for grabs. But it wasn't the case. She's lost the belt, but Mitchell can still get it. Uh, I think the only thing it would be maybe if she was two and a half pounds over as well, say, or you know, if she was over that one eighteen, you know, where they where they give you the good yeah, grace yeah, yeah. and a pound, a pound either side like UFC. Um, yeah. But she she looks good, this girl. I've got to be fair, you know, she did well with with pressure. She did well with the pressure fighting. Um, I'm sure Shannon Courtney will come again. Um, these two minute rounds that the ladies do are fantastic, though. It's you know, I I really I'm I'm a big 
big believer in the two-minute rounds of ladies because they just go hell for leather. They go hell every, for leather. Every fight we've covered uh, on the ladies' boxing may have, have been absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Really enjoyed them. The women are, women are amazing what they can do. They're fantastic. And moving on to a huge card up in Newcastle. So Boxer, who have now took over the rights with Sky Sports. Another huge, huge card. And uh, yeah, I'm just going to run through. We've got Chris Eubank Jr., who was obviously rescheduled. They've managed to get him a fight two, three weeks later, Chris, after his fight was called off his main event the other week. And we've got Newcastle's own Lewis Ritson. We've got Savannah Marshall as well, defending her title at middleweight. And Huey Fury against Christian Hamer, Chris. A uh, big test for Huey Fury. So a solid, solid card up in Newcastle. And uh, as you can imagine, the Newcastle crowd will be amazing for that one. So well, you know what? I'm sure, I'm sure they'll be happy because if their club's been bought out and now they're richest clubs. So. <laughs> and um, on... on uh, sorry. Just something I'll, to do with that. I'll speak, I'll speak about this first. Nothing to do with boxing, but that prince who's buying Newcastle, same guy that pays WWE WrestleMania money for events there. Imagine if he had a taste of boxing at USC. It begs the question, doesn't it, Dan? It begs the question, absolutely. Where will they go next with their money? Well, UFC have just been sold again anyway, so... Oh, my God. I, I can't see them... Just, yeah. going, just going back to Savannah Marshall, who's headlining the card as well, defending her title. If she gets through this one, she will face multi-weight champion Clarissa Shields. There's big implications yeah. for her. She's heavy favourite on Saturday, but that'll be the huge fight that she needs, you know, uh, unification as well. And then, yeah, as I said, uh, Huey Fury against the big German power puncher, Christian Hamer, who is 26 and 7, but he's got 16 KOs on his resume. Christian Hamer, you know, he's fought, he's fought a lot of the guys that have come through to world title level to win titles. So a big test for Huey. You know, Huey, Huey's now 25 and 3 with 14 KOs himself. And then moving on to the local lad, Lewis Ritson. He was touted years ago to be, you right. know, and he, he he's decent. He's decent. But yeah, against former world title challenger, Hank Lundy, who has got a 31-9 record with one draw. And then, obviously, Chris Eubank Jr. as well, who's on the undercard. I think he's on early on on this one because they've brought him in late against Wanik Abidson, who is 28-1. and one. So, a big test for Eubank Jr. Obviously, heavy favourite again. But we look yeah. forward to that. I just wanted to go over this quickly. Uh, we no, look no, forward no. to that. Boxer, Boxer have obviously took over with Sky now that Matchroom have gone. So, it's uh, it, it's really good. A good night on Saturday, Chris. I'll be looking forward to that. Could he do to boxing what Dana has done with the UFC and they all fight for one organisation? Boxing, boxing. I can't needs... ever see that. Yeah, I can't see that. No, it's good. just years. It's just hundreds of years of lineage. Yes. Boxing boards. We all would love it to all be one and streamlined, but it just, there's so much history to each boxing board. It just, it, there's no way. You're talking hundreds of years. Chris? Um, which way do you want to go? Do you want to do a schedule for boxing or do you want to do for do, UFC? Do the, do, do the UFC because it's just absolutely chock a block. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, Chris has put this uh, on the screen for you. So, yeah, as you can see, huge fight between Paulo Costa and Vittori, Chris, which will yeah, be at the man. apex on the 23rd. So, yeah, huge, huge headline of that, Chris. Um, yeah, you know what? Um, obviously, Paulo Costa has been out since he lost to Atasanya, didn't he? Um, <coughs> which, you know. I think he pulled out of a fight against. I can't remember. He was he was lined up for someone else a few months ago and pulled out. Um, but interesting fight, you know. Vittori is a is a wrestler and beats you up on the ground. We've seen it. Um, didn't get that much luck with uh, Adesanya, but Adesanya is you know an elite level mixed martial artist. But you know he did very well against Kevin Holland. He's done well against Amanison. 
he's, he's done really well against oppositions that you know aren't really good at holding you know holding it well, I say holding aren't very good at sort of take down defense is the word I'm trying to get out there uh, Paulo Costa again, as you know, he's a striker. Absolutely. You know, he's got the jiu-jitsu background. Most Brazilians do, but he's a powerhouse. He's, he's ripped. He's built like you know a brick shit house. He can pack a punch. Can Paulo Costa just go back and watch some of his old fights before he fought Adesanya? You know, his way up to the title. Um, good fight that is. It's really interesting. I think this is then your next next in lines. Then you know Derek Brunson's Absolutely. up there, obviously after beating Darren Till. I yeah. think Derek Brunson's been. Well, I think loosely, it hasn't been announced yet, but I think him and Jared are fighting in January. Wow, what a fight that's going to be. Cannoneer and Brunson. Yeah, I think Ooh, that's... I think that's, It hasn't been announced yet, but it's rumoured what I've been reading. And obviously, Stuart, UFC 267, well, 268 back-to-back there, my friend. Glover Tejera, you know, he was prevalent many years ago. He was working his way through. He's kind of come out the wilderness and he's got himself into title contention. And now he's got Jan Blachowicz. 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 I always say Blachowicz, don't I? I always say I don't give it the Polish Polish tongue, do I? I don't have a Polish tongue. Um, I know you can... Yeah, but that's football, I think, Stuart. That's made me learn the way of pronouncing (laughs) people's names, you know, over the years. Uh, yeah, Jabahovic and Glover Teixeira. Interesting fight, you know. Glover Teixeira has been up there. He's fought John Jones. Yeah, he went down on a bit of a skid. You know, he's in his late thirties now, so this is really do or die for Glover Teixeira. Um, but you know, he's got up there wins over Anthony Smith, Thiago Santos. Yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, he's beating some guys that are on runs at the moment. You know, Thiago Santos just won last weekend. Anthony Smith won the week before that. And they both won convincingly. Okay, Santos's fight last week wasn't great, but a win's a win at the end of the day. So he's on a roll. You know, Jan Bahubic is coming off beating Adesanya, which in itself is amazing. You know, Peter Yan versus Corey Sanhagen would have been Aljo. What, what a fight. What a fight that is. What a fight. What a fight. Where's TJ Dillashaw is what I want. Uh, Where's TJ Dillashaw? You would have thought... Peter Yan, TJ Dillasaw makes sense in TJ beat Corey in the last fight. Obviously, I could say Aljo still holding on to that Oscar winning performance. You know how he won the title against Peter Yan. Still to this day, thinks he was winning that fight. Me and you both watched that fight. We both know Peter Yan was winning that fight. Peter, Peter Yan is the champion of that division, well and truly. You know, get that title back. Uh, Volkov versus yeah. Turabrube. Tyabore. He is uh, the only other person in. In the heavyweight division, it's on a winning streak other than our own. So, you know, maybe maybe we can get a, a big fight after this one. I don't know, actually, because the heavyweight division is so up in the air at the moment because of, you know, obviously Garn and, and Garn and Miotic and, I don't know, what with John Jones down, mate, with all that shit in Vegas. I don't know if you've seen it. I watched a video of him getting arrested by the police and I'm making him, you know, count backwards walk steps, you know, in front of each other. Yeah. He just keeps doing it to himself, Stuart, over and over again. And it frustrates me. This guy is an icon. Well, icon-ish. But he's one of the best mixed martial artists of grace UFC for a very long time. And he keeps doing stupid shit. You know what I mean? He needs to get his head down. Otherwise, you know, I mean, I can see Dana White's going to be like enough's enough eventually. Uh, it's just, it's, it just gets more and more severe every time he appends the law, mate. But yeah, moving on, Li Jinglang versus Cosmic Chimiev. You're very high. You're very high on Chimiev, aren't you? He's one of your yeah. me. 
has Matt Shamayev. Yeah, um, he's been out for a while, obviously. Got COVID. He was supposed to face Leon Edwards uh, the back end of last year. And then it was rebooked. But they both got COVID in between. Um, Hazmat, I think, carried on training through it and got, you know, I think got worse during the illness. Um, so he's been off since what I think October of last year, maybe November. So he's been off for quite a while. Um, this is a winnable fight for Hazmat Shamayev. He's like a, a reincarnation of Khabib, just heavier. You'll see this. Lee Changling, still good though. He's got great striking, he's powerful. But I think Hazmat Shamayev is going to take him down and beat him up. And then Stuart. Volkan oozed to me, Chris. He was heavily touted, you know, Back in, in the more day, recent yeah. times against Magomed Akaliyev. But yeah, oozed to me was was up there, wasn't he? At one Got time. Got a title shot against Daniel Cormier. Did a Volkan oozed to me like, um, yeah. and he knocked out a lot of fighters on the way. They called him, you know, he always had this time, you know, what I mean, because he was knocking people out so quickly. For unfortunately, he fought Daniel Cormier. Daniel Cormier, you know, to beat him up, used his wrestling and beat him up that way. But you know. It's good to see him coming back. He fought Yorio Procheka on his debut. So, you know, and um, Magomed Seuss. is a... Magomed Stewart is a, a trainer partner of Khabib as well, by the way. Oh, my God. It's heavy. It's heavy with the uh, Khabib. Is that is that called? And moving on, Chris, back to Madison Square Garden. You know, it's been, it's been great having shows there since they, you know, broke back into New York with the athletic commissions yeah. and all that. But yeah, UFC yeah. 268. I know you're excited for this one as well. As you can see, across the board, I'll just run through it quickly. Tomorrow yeah. was my versus Colby Covington. Well, need we say more? It's the rematch. Rose Namajunas, champion, obviously, against Zhang Weili after a fantastic performance against her. You know, they're coming, they're fighting again. Justin Gaethje versus Michael Chandler. Well, that's a puncher's dream, that one. If, mm. when I'm looking at that one. And Sean Strickland against Luke Rockhold. What a card, Chris. And I'll take it take it to you now. Listen, sure, uh, I, I love Usman. I think Conor Usman um, this year alone has shown so many steps forward. Uh, not, you know, just the striking department, the power he's putting in. You know, we all know his wrestling credentials. We've seen Usman versus Kobe, Kobe Covington. You know, we saw how that panned out. Kobe was the the closest fight for Usman than every fight he's had since he became champion, and he pushed him and pushed him. Um, but you know, Usman's got that power. You know, he broke his jaw. Ah, uh, it's it's, it's going to be an incredible fight. But to see what changes Kobe Covington has made, you know, to try and beat Usman in this fight, where Usman is just getting better and better, mate. Absolutely atrocious in that division. As uh, you've as you've said, have you as you said about. Covington, probably, you know, one person who did very, very well against him. I know he ended up getting, you know, the loss. But, mm -hmm. you know, you said Co Covington did, you know, did pushed do some him. damage he himself. Him. He yeah. did do some damage in that fight. Then we move on to Rose versus Zhang, right? Okay. Absolutely. Um, we didn't see not a lot in this fight. Um, their first fight, it was very tentative. Um, and then Rose did that high to low kick. Um, you know, she dropped Zhang Weili and then it was over. Rose Namajunas is a, a top dog. I still like Zhang Weili. I think she's still a very, very good fighter. Um, but I just want to see this fight go a bit longer, just to see where you know what we can see. Uh, can Rose live with Zhang Weili striking? Because Zhang, Zhang Weili striking is absolutely fantastic. We know what Rose is good at. Rose is is, is quick. She's lightning fast. She can, like she saw in the first fight, she can move her kicks up and down. It just we want to see a bit more Zhang Weili and see what she can do to Rose. Um, 
But obviously, I'm not going to make a prediction because we're too far out at the moment. <laughs> um, That's fine. That's and fine. I got it. I got it. I got it wrong the first time. Um, and then Justin Gaethje, Michael Chandler, Stewart. Um, well, let's just say an other promotions dream, really. One from oh, Bellator. One from Bellator. One from uh, World Series of Fighting, which obviously is now debunk. But Justin Gaethje was the champion there. Michael Chandler was the champion Bellator. They're now in the UFC. They both come away from you know both losing their title the title challenge fights. You know, um, yeah, this is a, as you say, this is a striker's wet dream. But they both come wrestle as well. That, isn't it? It's going to be brilliant. Right, that's just that's ticking all the boxes for me. And then yeah, Chris Sean Strickland versus Luke Rockhold. A return in Luke Rockhold because don't forget Luke no. Rockhold hasn't fought for a very long time. Sean Strickland's been on a, uh, I think he's on like a four fight losing uh, winning streak, not losing streak. Um, he's had a lot of things to say about Luke Rockhold. Um, can't say what he said because they're quite bad, you know. But um, yeah, we'll see what Luke Rockhold still got. Has he still got it? Because you know the last couple of fights, you know, the Amber Hovich knocked him out, uh, Romero knocked him out, Michael Bisping knocked him out. Hasn't fared very well since the Michael Bisping fight as uh, Luke Rockhold. I think he's won one fight since. And that was against Michael Branch. Um, like I say, Sean Strickland's a very tall dude. And uh, he uses his size, his range, his kicking, his wrestling. And, and his striking. uses it all really well. Um, and uh, we'll be back next Tuesday, won't we, Chris, at four o'clock? Yeah, back next Tuesday. Looking forward uh- to it, mate. Absolutely. We have been Powerful.tv Big Fight Weekly with myself, Stuart Palmer, and my co-host and cousin, Chris Hume. And we will see you next Tuesday at 4pm for Powerful.tv Big Fight Weekly. See you next Tuesday. Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.